Good evening, everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of A Trigger. I'm your host, Zachary Clark, and you all know my co-host, Adam Furman. Adam, how are you doing this fine eve? Good evening. Good Friday evening. Good evening. Sunday evening. <laughs> oh, she had the day, right? Did she? I think, I think it was like meet the press or something. She's so old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a, uh, I saw a photograph <laughs> last week or so. It's like, just how how old is she? It's like, here she is at JFK's inauguration. <laughs> she was a oh. small girl at the time. No, she was like at least she was. <laughs> she was born in like forty two, or yeah, something. Yeah, forty three. That sounds right. So she'd have been around twenty years old. Wait, twenty JFK. Anyway, sorry, where, where, where are you broadcasting from? <laughs> oh, I forgot. We're broadcasting live from the amphitheater where the smack heard round Hollywood took place. Oh, no. <laughs> My face is flecked with Chris Rock's spittle. <laughs> it was like Harvey Weinstein. Oh, Will Smith viciously and brutally murdered Chris Rock on stage at the Oscars, and then they still let him get his award. R.I.P. Not even arrested. Just murdered him straight up. That's what I heard, anyway. All sorts of rumors going around about that. I mean, when you were born and raised in West Philadelphia. Well, he spent most of his days on a playground, so you really... <laughs> That's how things take taken care of on the playground. <laughs> Some guy clowning, thinking he's a funny man, just because everybody's liking what he's saying and laughing have a good time. Huh? Who knows not? My lady friend. My lady friend's not having a good time at all. And now, funny man, you ain't having a good <laughs> time he either. Laughing. He was laughing. He's <laughs> like, ah, ah, ah. And then Jada's like, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> time to go be a man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this show. Part of it, anyway, is all about being a man. Oh, uh, wonderful. So, there's some fun stuff tonight. But as usual, our first step on the fun train is the... <laughs> What's this? Oh, it's just the scanner header. What do we got here? <laughs> Who the hell is WCIL? <laughs> and why was an intoxicated female arguing with her dog? <laughs> Excellent meme. Actually, WCIL is a prayer chain. Sending prayers. Is this a puggle? Dressed up like Raggedy Ann with a knife? Raggedy Ann with a knife? Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't, that be, wouldn't that be Chucky? It is Chucky! <laughs> Raggedy Ann with the knife. Come on. It was. It wasn't Chucky, though. I don't think it looks enough like Chucky. It's just Raggedy Ann. Well, it's a dog. Look. Hey. I'm not, about, I'm, not, I'm not a zoologist. I don't know what dogs <laughs> I don't know what 
type of creature this is. <laughs> anyway, I like this. The scanner just posted. Old person. I can't figure it out. What's happening? I'm old. <laughs> that was good. Oh, wow. I don't know. 3700 Broadway. Shoplifter. $200. Worth of groceries in a cart. Male took off running. Female is in vehicle. QPD in area. Oh, oh no, baby. They're on to us. <laughs> No, babe, get in the car, let's go. Nah, babe, you're going to have to take the fall for this one. <laughs> At least throw me the keys. Nah, babe, you come and get them. Jingle, jingle, jingle. <laughs> 3,700, where's that? Uh, 3,700 Broadway would be between 36 and 3,800. Is that the county market out there? County Market's at uh, 24th and then 48th. Then maybe, is that where the high bees at? Oh, yeah, it's the high bees. It's got me. <coughs> yeah, I couldn't pay the, <coughs> excuse me, the Biden tax on his groceries. Oh, yeah, it's, been, it's <laughs> pretty high. I guess. That chivalry. Chivalry doesn't live with this guy. Chivalry. Yeah, this this is what, what manhood has turned into. This is the color of a man in modern America. Equality between the sexes. Not every man for himself, but every human. Especially <laughs> if I'm going to be getting a rap for shoplifting. None of this. I'm out. So that was fun. Anyway, I thought it was hilarious. He's just like, eh. <laughs> you knew who I was before you got into this relationship, oh. baby. <laughs> <laughs> No, I've been I can be tied down. Well, I've been listening to this uh, uh, country uh, mix on Spotify, and one of the songs that plays over and over again is the song that says, "Oh man, I can't even remember how, how the hook is." <laughs> no, 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 guys. It's really good. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The road goes on forever, and the party never ends. Is how it goes, and uh, and it's like this lady, and she's sort of like having the sad life, but then her and her and this outlaw guy sort of get hooked up, and then they go on a misadventure, Bonnie and Clyde style, and she ends up killing a cop, but he takes the fall for her, and then at the end, he's like getting electric chaired or whatever and she's like driving a new mercedes benz and, and i guess bros just had enough they're like hey ladies we're all about equality here how come it is how come it is when i look around and all i see is all the men getting electric chaired while all the women get to drive off in their mercedes benz When's my chance to drive off in my Mercedes-Benz, ladies? All these country music songs glorify the sacrifice of the male. Well, I'm here to tell you. It's my turn to be selfish. When is it going to be time for me to think about me, Adam? <laughs> when, when can I be happy? Yeah. When, can I... when can I be happy, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen? It's time. <laughs> and Zach has finally reached his midlife crisis. <laughs> oh. So, I think it's time for men to take back what's rightfully ours. But you and don't... buy Mercedes. 
Which I don't know. I don't know. It's just an example. It's just, it's, it's just it's a case study. Don't worry about it. A 5.0 liter Fox body Mustang. March 22nd, 12, 26 p.m. The Adams County Courthouse was evacuated this morning due to a bomb threat. The perimeter has been searched and all is clear. The courthouse will reopen at 1 p.m. today. Thanks for your patience and understanding. Uh, so there was an amazing <laughs> fake bomb threat called into the courthouse, and the replies down below were ping-ponging between, oh, I guess somebody didn't want to show up for their hearing today, to... Yeah, <laughs> Attorney forgot to file a brief or something. Yeah. To uh, what about the prisoners in the jail? They didn't evacuate the prisoners in the jail. Those prisoners in the jail were subject to a potential harm from a bomb threat, and they weren't evacuated. Uh, out of the prisoners in the jail. <laughs> They're just burping at you? I mean... (laughs) (laughs) You guys, just because they're prisoners in the jail doesn't mean they're not human beings. I mean, it was at the courthouse, bro, and, like, that's, like, not even... It's connected! They're connected! If if a nuclear bomb went off, it would it'd be dead too. Yeah, that was the gist of it. <laughs> ah, but the good news, they finally caught the guy that stole that garbage truck. <laughs> Quip, Quincy garbage truck thief turns himself in. They didn't catch him. He turned on his own man. <laughs> they caught. They were. The law was closing the noose. And he's I, like, I, can't, I can't take the pressure anymore. And it's like, like you saw, my door. <laughs> it's like you saw, It's a very big vehicle. He's. They, it's they, like no, you can't hide it. Yeah, they found you the. You can't fence it. They found the truck like almost immediately. He just joyrode it into Missouri. Oh, okay. I see. So he turned himself. He didn't like he roll up in the truck. No, 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 no. Jeez, no. <laughs> oh, I was thinking he like turned himself in that way. Be like, hey, me and Optimus Prime. Just, that would have been more it, hilarious. But... but no, he was probably just some some <laughs> rando dude. How did he steal it in the first place? It was uh, parked at that firefighter training facility there on 18th. <laughs> and they left the keys in it. Oh, nice. I'm guessing he was probably drunk. And he was probably just like stumbling, bumbling around there. And he found the thing. And he's like. <laughs> 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 yeah. Playing some Van Halen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we could, I could, it's probably like I could take this home and see how much crap I can crush <laughs> oh, the garbage truck was found at an old gas station in Ewing, Missouri just drove it yeah. to Ewing pa- parked it yep, they couldn't afford the gas yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Biden tax prevents <laughs> see, Biden's doing his job to prevent further vehicle thefts because you can't pay for the gas. Uh, there's so many thefts of Teslas nowadays because uh, they're just so cheap to fuel. Uh, You're in a high-speed chase. You just plug it in, right? You just plug it in and then it works. Free you, energy. You got some distance from the cops. You pull over at the filling station. They have a Tesla supercharging portal. You pull up and 45 minutes later you'll have enough energy to continue your escape from the police it, it doesn't even work anymore no you plug it in and it recognizes that there's an APB out for and your car and it shuts it down and then you have to go steal a <laughs> gas powered <laughs> car that's another felony uh, hilarious your car has been reported stolen and now it shall be shut down <laughs> 
flashes the lights and then everything powers down and it pulls you off to the side of the room. The door's locked. You will yep. now wait for the police to arrive. Happened to Tom Cruise. Minority Report? Yeah, exactly. That, See, was, you know what that was a movie. That didn't happen in real life. Yeah, but it will. <laughs> it totally will. Yeah, I don't see why not. With uh, smart connect cars and whatever. Yeah, that part. I don't know about the seeing the future. <sighs> I I can already see into the future, Adam. Oh, what can you see? My you brain interprets the inputs and then extrapolates them into like a. Uh, brief second into the future and that's what my brain is actually interpreting because you're the <laughs> exactly. processing I can, the future. I can actually travel into the future except it's regular speed <laughs> yeah 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 it's like uh, there was this Tom Cruise no not Tom Cruise Kevin Costner Tom, film uh, I can't remember what it's called now anyway he kidnaps this kid at one point he escapes from prison. And he's like, this car's a time machine. You know, that's the future. Pointing out the windshield. And back there's the past. And right here, right here's the present. So his car is sort of like a time machine. He is traveling through time and through space in his vehicle. True. But your brain sees in the future. And the things that you're seeing, hearing, and interpreting that you think are real time are actually on a... Uh, it's all a hallucination <laughs> extrapolated from the sensory inputs that you receive on like a couple millisecond delay or whatever. Yeah, how you're able to like catch a ball. Yeah, yeah. And uh, how optical, optical illusions work and stuff. Is you can trick that your brain into thinking something else is going to happen. And you'll see the thing that your brain thinks should happen from the inputs it's receiving. Then there's the idea, alright, so your brain's already wired up to do this. <clears throat> and so you could have some sort of dysfunction where this is hypersensitive. And your brain could extrapolate further. And like you could have visions of things like further into the future than that. Your brain already does this on a very small scale. Let's say that, that there's a way to either intentionally train that or like you're broken in some way and it just does this automatically and you just can't function in the world because you're constantly seeing these visions of your brain extrapolating future events. Atreides. Yeah, that's exactly correct. Uh, so... Uh, psychics are real and everyone is slightly psychic in that you can all see the future slightly yeah technically Not Te like. technically correct yes <laughs> we, are, we are currently every single yeah. person listening to me speak is seeing into the future now think about how the implications of that Adam that's like I just said Someone could be a freak, and they could have all this sensory input, and their brain could say, and like, you could see what's going to happen like ten for ten minutes. Yeah, but that's like, but but your your whole you could see into the future is like your brain anticipating like events that it reasonably expects to happen, like a ball coming at you that's going to hit you. You need to move or whatever. Yes. And, what you're talking about with like, hey, it's you know, this fox is going to come up and talk to you or something. Like, no, no, it would, it would work the same way, but your brain would uh, extrapolate based the same way. It sees a ball coming at you. It would see you catching the ball or whatever, and and then or all the events that happen following whatever those inputs are, instead of that just immediate millisecond. And that immediate thing is to actually like help you interact with the world. Yes. And you're, like, it's not even, I bet it's not even milliseconds. I bet it's like nanoseconds. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And this part of your brain is broken in the uh, psychic. And so then they have like a, a vision. No. And all of the things that they've seen, their brain 
synthesized the same way they saw the ball coming and then but projected further into the future than a nano milla whatever second. That's called imagination. <gasps> Imagination. Rainbow. Can we get the rainbow. I don't know if you bought that. <laughs> just sing it like that. That's how you open the portal to imagination land. Oh, imagination. I was just a SpongeBob imagination. Then, like, Squidward gets his TV and all he wants to do is watch it. And then SpongeBob, like, grabs the box and he plays at the box of the TV with using his imagination. And it's so much more real than the TV that Squidward wa- Squidward's watching. Then does Squidward enviously try to acquire the box, get it, and then he has no <laughs> He goes in there. He has he goes in there to be a part of it. And he's just like Daryl's just like beep boop beep or whatever. And he's like, ah, whatever. And then like he moves he's like, This is dumb. And he goes back and I'm like He hears like all the imagination and all their I don't know. It's yes. It's classic Squidward uh, SpongeBob interaction. <laughs> it's great because he's like he pushed the imagination, and every time he does, he does with his hands, and there's like rainbows. And when Scooter does it, there's no rainbow. <laughs> but of course, he does it. In, anyways, highly recommend watching that episode. No, never gonna do that. I don't like Squidward. I don't like SpongeBob. I don't like that show. I will never watch you it. Are I've never That's seen it. I knew. I knew exactly what. Say. I knew exactly what happened in the show, and I'd never seen it because it's so formulaic and contrived. That's exactly the type of show you like, and you've said it before. <laughs> no, no, I like episodic, not formulaic. Okay. Thank you and yeah. good night. Anyway. Breaking news on World War III. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Japan will now call the Kuril Islands a part of Japan occupied by the Russian Federation. Kyoto, the Japanese media, informs. On March 31st, the Ministry of Defense published a draft of the Diplomatic Blue Book of 2022 drawn up by the Ministry of Foreign Affairs for the Northern Territories. This territory belongs to Japan, but it has been illegally occupied by Russia. (laughs) The message reads... Japan claimed... George H.W. Bush. (laughs) Yes. Japan claimed that Russia must immediately withdraw its troops and abide by international law. Drums of war. Drums of war. Eastern Front. Drums of war. Far Eastern. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh... And they, as we've covered in a previous episode, they, they've allegedly moved all of their aircraft away from that. Uh, and it's also interesting because, uh, I mean, I don't know anything about the cultural geography of the Russian uh, state. But apparently the eastern section is much more autonomous and uh, separatist from... Yeah the western part of Russia. They're ethnically different and all this other stuff. Uh, And so in the event of a divorce, a breakup of the Russian state, that that, in the event that World War War III do happen, uh, I predict that that part of the country would just be like, yeah, psych! We ain't Russia no more, son. Japan can have them islands. Whatever. We're some kind of stand, probably, based on everything else over there. <laughs> Tajikistan, something. Who knows? I don't know. Let's bust out the, the, the risk map. Kirkutsk. Kamchatka. Kamchatka. The Kamchaka mushroom people sitting all round all day. Da 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 da. System of a down? <laughs> no. I guess not. Apparently, although I did see 
that there are a bunch of Ukrainians that live on the islands that are in dispute between Russia and Japan because what a twist because they were uh, variously either forced to immigrate there during various persecutions or they chose to at some point as a mass migration maybe away from disastrous famine or I don't know who knows we don't talk about that what could have caused that we don't talk about that because that would you know disparage disparage commies we don't disparage commies around here oh anyway Yes, but Will Smith, everyone must know by now, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock across the face. And it was from a very distasteful joke that insulted Will Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith. Chris Rock said, Jada, I can't wait to see you in G.I. Jane 2. <laughs> that was it. And he's like, you know, he's like, you know, <laughs> Jada, how you doing tonight? Can't wait to see you in GIJ too. <laughs> and was like, <laughs> and then he's like, you know, <laughs> no. But really, after I saw pictures of her, I can see why Chris made that joke. Jada. Oh, <laughs> Jada, Jada looking crazy. That's not her. <laughs> who, who is that guy? <laughs> it's Wesley. It's Wesley Snipes. I know. It's not an old woman. <laughs> are always trying to ice skate uphill <laughs> i saw the movie for the first time like four or five weeks ago and like i've always envisioned like that's kind of how he looked i didn't really i did not really well he basically he did look like that for like 30 years uh, <laughs> yeah, no. but no lately he's looking sort of like a bold old woman <laughs> he's gone eccentric oh it's a pretty fabulous outfit, though, I must say. No, I don't know. I don't know. I it, like it a lot. It, it docks him points from his, like, sovereign citizen if, argument that he gained. It's probably the thing I don't like. It's the, the shorts situation. If these if these knickerbockers that he was wearing were in fact, <laughs> were in fact like a full kilt, or, or like poofy pants that were like connected at his knees or whatever, and then like baggied out, sort of like parachute pants or something. Then yes, I I think that it would be a full ensemble. But like if you just like cut cut it off from the the waist, the waist down, like his the top part, I think that that purple suit is straight fire. Like, if, you, if everything below the waist... Hold on, I don't even know if I can... Do I thought that. it was an old lady outfit. It looks like an old lady outfit, except, like I said, if, like, you could just, like, put your hand up there and just, like, see Wesley Snipes with just that sweet-ass purple suit. Bro, that's fire. That thing is icy. <laughs> it is not. It's... It is sweet! I don't know what you're talking about. No way. <laughs> no taste. You just got no taste. It's cool. I guess not. I, I can let you in on these deep secrets. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see you and that on Fancy Fridays. Uh, I already have my burgundy sport jacket I wear regularly. Uh, I need to get a white suit. I can roll up those sleeves. A pink t-shirt. But, uh, Adam, really, Chris Rock wasn't the one who suffered most from the slap. <laughs> Let me give you a 47 tweet thread about how the attack on Chris Rock changes everything for Vladimir Putin. 
Oh, sad. Oh, I think it's just a troll. It actually didn't go on 47. Anyway, yeah, we'll pretend that's real. (laughs) Yeah, it was not. It was just a guy. That's that's a tweet. No, it's real. It goes on for 47, as far as you know, because I never scrolled down and showed you that it was false. But it's a real threat. (laughs) Chris Rock changes everything for Vladimir Putin. Like that uh, tweet thread about the guy is like one one like and for every like I'll tell you what anime or cartoon character I'd like to f. Weren't they all just his wife? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, he just said like my wife, and that's all of his tweets. Yeah, yeah. He repeated it every single time. This is who I'd like to f. Because all the all of the cringe degenerates are like, I want to know. <laughs> Give me the anime sauce. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, sickos. It's just my wife. These are gross. Ugh. Oh, there's a fun game. There's a fun game uh, circulating on Twitter. It was ca- uh, called... Uh, uh, post two photos that are completely unrelated. <laughs> yeah, so people were coming up with great stuff. It's like completely disconnected pictures, just like this this one. <laughs> like, completely disconnected. Like, it's it's the Cuban uh, dictator Fidel Castro, right next to Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. You couldn't get further uh, unconnected than that, as far as I can tell. They look nothing alike at all either. I just sit here and notice, except for maybe their eyebrows and their eyes, eye shape, nose. Their nose is pretty much the mouth. Their face shape looks almost identical. Ears. Can't tell. Maybe their hair might be different. Fidel is always wearing those fashionable army fatigues with the cap, so it's difficult to tell. And uh, old Justin there hasn't grown out his stringy, stringy beard. Yeah, I was going to say, I think he has a fuller, fuller beard. So. But he might be using just for men, Joe. Could be. Maybe Justin got his beard from his mom. Completely unrelated. What was that other one? <laughs> what? What's that? Was there another? Was there another one on there? Is Moving there. on. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Did you know, Adam? Ron, Ron Perlman cannot read. <laughs> Say. <laughs> it's... Don't say. Say. <laughs> it's, it's like he's he's a caveman. Oh, it's so true. Hey, like I said before, don't hate on Ron Perlman. He's special. <laughs> I loved Hellboy. <laughs> Uh, but did you know that walt disney world uh has a basically the same rights as a county government to self-rule its territory in florida i i saw that and i could not remember (laughs) i don't know I, i could not remember i thought i saw something like that because it has its own, uh, oh, maybe it's like an underground city that it has. That it, it, ha- it has, like, a town and stuff where the 
performers live and things like this. Oh, workers. Yeah. Uh, But none of that stuff seems to indicate to me that they should have, in a corporate entity, the right to self-rule and and establish their own, you know, governing guidelines and things like that. Anyway, recently, the, the Disney was pushing back against these punitive Florida laws that have been passed that prevent a particular group of people that are extremely interested in talking to children between the ages of kindergarten and third grade about sex, sexual identity, and gender identity from being able to do that. And it's really upset these people. They really want to talk to kids about sex, gender, sexual identity. So much that they uh, did huge campaigns in Disney's talking about how they should pull out of Florida. (laughs) Oh, we're so upset we can't talk to kids ages six to nine about sex. (laughs) We gotta leave the whole state and close down one of the most famous theme parks in the earth. That would, yeah. I, I heard that. I'm like, yeah, right. Go, that's how bad. Adam, that's how bad we want to do it. There's no way. We crave no it. Way. We crave talking about <laughs> sex so much with these kids. Nothing's been more fulfilling in all of our lives. Than having these explicit conversations with seven-year-olds. That's so messed up. We're out. We can't handle this oppression any longer. They told us not to say. Well, we're gonna say, we'll say everything. <laughs> Including what we want to tell your seven-year-old. Hey, teacher. Leave them kids alone. Dad, why are you playing the music too loud? It's too loud, Dad. I'm like, <laughs> embrace it. <laughs> uh, and so Michael Malice went on a thing, and he's talking about how all these people uh, are like in on the cabal, well, I guess. <laughs> oh, yes. ABC News, which had the goods on Epstein, but buried the news and did not inform the authorities, here deliberately withholds relevant info, some grades, not which ones, that would clarify the debate, because the news was obfuscating the uh, content of the bill, uh, rhetorically characterizing it as the Don't Say Gay Bill, as discussed, I believe, two episodes ago. Where we decided, where we decided that there was nothing braver than saying "gay," and how everything is gay. Saying "gay" is is the gayest thing that anybody can do, and it's good. Gay is good. Anyway, <laughs> the only person at ABC News who faced consequences for the Jeffrey Epstein cover-up was a producer who they thought publicly exposed their depravity. That producer was accordingly fired, not even by ABC, but by CBS News, ABC's supposed rival. Yes, there was a blatant conspiracy between competing entities and explicit breach of antitrust laws. I remember that. I remember that because it was like, why is she being fired by CBS? Yeah. When it was she was working at ABC. She, she didn't even work at free ABC anymore. You gotta fire that lady. Yeah, she's exposed. I mean, she's breaching uh, confidentiality. Obviously untrustworthy. Se- separate entity. 
And despite Jeffrey Epstein's residences being very publicly raided by the authorities, not one of his clients has yet to be arrested. Wait, what? That can't be true, because he had a ledger? They were extraditing Prince Albert, I believe. Um, I think Andrew? Andrew. Was it Andrew? Prince Albert in a can? I don't know. That British guy that was, like, infamously, like, exposed publicly uh, during the whole shenanigans. I believe he's getting shipped off. He was stripped of all of his stuff. He's getting shipped off to face prosecution, maybe. I don't know. Mike Malice says, He's starting to think the conspiracy of satanic pedophiles running our country don't really have our best interests at heart. And he was... (laughs) he, He... he was paraphrasing what? Norm MacDonald. <laughs> said, hey, uh, don't call me a cynic, but I'm uh, starting to think these blood-drinking, Moloch-worshipping pedophiles who run our government might not have our best interests in mind. <laughs> no, Doug. It's fine. Uh, <clears throat> R.I.P. Norm. R.I.P. Norm. Yeah, the government's evil and bad. I don't know why people keep trying to give them more power. Seems counter Because they need to support Ukraine. <clears throat> Obviously. Your face is melting because you know the truth. <laughs> uh, supporting Ukraine seems fine to me because you need to have some sort of uh, bulwark, uh, ablation zone. Yeah, and, and how we Russia. do that is by giving millions and millions of dollars to the FBI <laughs> and free equity. And... <laughs> Wait, <clears throat> it's all part of the aid package, Zach. All right, you lost me again. That's cool, bro. We can't keep moving. <laughs> uh, all right, it's all part get, of the aid package. Let's get into the meat and potatoes. The eighteen billion dollar aid package, or whatever, it has all that stuff. Adam, did you hear about the new book? Oh my god, the, the, the new, <laughs> the new ultra. Ultra radical feminist book coming out. <laughs> it's so ultra radical feminist. It's the case against the sexual revolution by radical <laughs> feminists. <laughs> radical <laughs> feminists adopting traditional sexual ethics. Yeah, yeah. A new guide to sex in the 21st century. With such radical feminist titles as Forward. I'm sorry, that joke was amazing. <laughs> Yeah. Sex must be taken seriously. Men and women are different. Not all <laughs> desires are good. Loveless sex is not empowering. Consent is not enough. Violence is not love. People are not products. And chapter 8, my favorite, marriage is good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't remember seeing chapter 8. <laughs> yeah. And that's what the uh, current environment has actually turned uh, created schisms in leftist identitarian groups. So now like radical feminism is is returning to like trad conservatism and it's not just that i've seen also uh gay guys coming out and saying hey i do not want to see lgbtq plus anymore i am not associated with the mother and lettuce i'm a g (laughs) i'm a a g i'm not an lgbt i'm just a g i don't know what else those guys are doing but they ain't me bro it's because of this interesting reactionary pushback that's aligning 
radical feminists and gays with like trad casts and stuff. <laughs> Very interesting times we were living in here, friendo. Yeah, absolutely. This guy this guy wasn't happy about it. Lamal. So this book by some Louise Perry is soon to be out in the world with a preface by our dearest Kathleen Stock. Just look at the chapter titles. OMG, the masks are truly off. I don't know, but I think that it, the uh, book and the contemporaneous responses by people of those different identitarian groups are a reaction to a certain other mask coming off. And it just looks you like... Mean, a, you it, mean the COVID masks, of no, course. No, no, no. It, the mask it just looks like a, a slightly skinny, fat, Surgical. white guy with, <laughs> with, 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 with those slightly tinted aviator... <laughs> the amber tint or like the mirrored tint? Amber tinted. Oh, no. <laughs> Stanley Chuchi. <laughs> When that mask came on and revealed the face underneath, everybody's like, why do you want to talk to seven-year-olds about sex so much? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not sex. We're not talking to them about sex. We're just having guys dressed up in purple monkey suits with an exposed anus and a dildo hanging off the front. Uh, about stories and sexuality. And if, you, and if you think that that's bad, don't worry. We've got we've got judges who don't think that's bad. <laughs> and in fact, I think that we're really punishing people who look at uh, exploitative videos and pictures of children being raped are really being punished too harshly by providing a market for the creation of and continued exploitation of these children. Ah. Prison? Really? Uh, I guess, but let's see if we can whittle that down to as light a sentence as possible for these guys. Too close. Very interesting. Very interesting times indeed. <laughs> the radical feminists are like, can we just return to the 90s and start over? Yeah, there is an interesting, and like I've talked to you about this, uh, an interesting uh, slant and shift in the cultural position of people, and it's all rotating back toward traditional conservative, uh, like, uh, social institutions so a return to marriage and gender roles and the it's just a construct is what i heard like you know the past 15 years and now i'm now it's like wait maybe our ancestors you know over the past ten thousand years had it right oh wait sorry seven thousand seven thousand six hundred years seven thousand six hundred years according to the byzantine calendar had it, had it correct. <laughs> well, uh, our, our good friend George went on a small, uh, a small rant. <laughs> he is quoting a anonymous trans man. Trans man says, "It feels like everyone avoids me now, like a predator. I feel lonely and mad all the time." When I reach out to share my feelings of emotional starvation with other men, they tell me to shut the up and deal with it. As if this is supposed to be normal. When I share this with my partner, she tries to comfort me. Though for some reason, that makes me mad. Like, she'll realize how weak I am and leave me for someone stronger. I feel hysterical all the time. I simultaneously want to cry on someone's shoulder and push them away. Oh, I just don't understand. That's, that's borderline personality, but whatever. You got it. Nobody wanted me. 
it'd, nobody warned me it'd be like this. I thought doors would open, not find every even more bolted shut. I feel trapped in my own body and mind. Other men suggest they're all going through this, but that's just not possible. Men aren't really going through this stuff every day of their lives and having it be ignored. <laughs> but that's just not possible. How do any of them get out of bed in the morning? Meanwhile, therapy. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Men will literally learn everything about the Roman Empire rather than go to therapy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey. If you didn't know, men and women are different. And the... Uh, As we know from our radical feminist friends. The the culture has, for uh, quite some time now, been captured by uh, women and feminists who have now the uh, preeminent uh, narrative about men is that they are privileged oppressors and uh, they control women and through this patriarchal system uh, keep them excluded from the uh, halls of power, etc. Yeah, it's Marxism except with, with between men and women. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, they don't know. They just don't understand, and they dismiss and rationalize all of the things that make being a man hard, while emphasizing and uh, highly valuing all those things that make making a woman hard in the world, and that creates this siloed narrative where, oh man, they just have it so good and they don't understand that everyone suffers <laughs> and we actually have it much worse than you, but we're men, so we shut the F up about it and get on about our day. Uh, but, uh down the thread, it was cool because it referred to this thing that I had seen back from 2006 where this woman had put out this book and she had done this social experiment. She called it Self-Made Man. And it's this lesbian woman and she had herself made up like a man and she would enter into these uh, male social groups and try to find out, oh, how do men interact with each other and stuff. And she's like, oh my gosh, these guys, they aren't like the stereotype that I've been led to believe by the narrative. They're actually human beings. <laughs> uh, so it's nothing new. People just choose to forget and uh, continually choose to forget. And it's just like whenever they say, you know, Black Panther's the first super superhero movie about with a black guy in the lead and you're just like what about the 90s and they're like shut up you shut up nothing has ever existed before 2019 okay <laughs> uh, so I don't know hey maybe and it's not even that I think that we should try to make it Make it better for men. Because I don't even know what that looks like, right? If you start right. taking like a... Uh, <clears throat> a blinders off assessment, I think that the struggle is an important part of living. You need to have it. It actually uh, forges you yeah. into having a character of resilience and whatever. So I don't know. You, sh you should actually have a hard life, but not one that cripples you. And, you and what if, Zach, what if for the guys, there could be like a helper to help them live this hard life 
maybe one that's empathetic and sensitive and caring and kind and helps take care of things. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Well, they go out like, and fight about, like, and sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, and and so that you could like they've you could do the hard things as a guy, and then. <laughs> No, no, you're talking crazy talk now. Nothing like that would ever exist. <laughs> what? what? What even would that look like? Would it be like almost like it would look sort of like a man, but like softer? <laughs> uh, maybe smell nicer, probably. <laughs> Wearing send dresses, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Oh. oh. No, gender's fake. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Here's another one. Hey, Adam, have you ever gotten the wrong side dish with your meal? Uh, you're sitting there at the I restaurant and you're like, you ordered the steak fries and it came back with a baked potato. Something like that. I, I don't I don't think I don't think so. Usually it'll be like someone comes on that's like completely like the different thing. It's like ah, obviously this is a different table, you know. And then like they go and it's like oh it's table this and it's like and then that goes there. So you send it back? So, no. so I don't send it back. It's it's like oh it's their food. It's not my food. It's their food. Never like, send it back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever sent the back. The sweet abuela who owns the local cafe brought me the wrong food, but I'm going to just eat it and not complain because I'm a man. <laughs> uh, I've never sent it back. <laughs> One time at a Denny's, a waitress who was clearly on a nice mix of alcohol and drugs Brought me a gigantic <laughs> basket of chicken tenders when nobody asked for chicken anything. And I gave her a 50% tip anyway so she can buy more blow. Oh, no. <laughs> this a is how... 50% the... tip? She <laughs> got totally completely wrong. <laughs> this is how the world should work. I always cringe when people send stuff back because, like, one of the sides is the wrong thing. Lamau. <laughs> yeah. Chicks, they're definitely sending it back. Uh, I ordered green beans without bacon in them, and these green beans have bacon, so I need to have this thing replaced. Please, thank you very much. <laughs> Aren't you going to send this back for me? Oh, uh, yeah. It's like, I no, just eat it. What? I, it's got bacon. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, like, it's not that different. Just here, I'll take the bacon yeah. from my burger, and here you go. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's fine. I'll eat the gravy. I want my own. Hey. <laughs> 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 uh, hey. Have you ever heard of goth IHOP? <laughs> so tell me, where is this goth IHOP, a wise traveler? Apparently this was just a meme created, like, in the internet. And then someone replies, I'd check all three of those out. Probably the middle one the most. And then this guy says, left one. With blonde highlights. I'd definitely ask out for coffee and pancakes. Discuss nihilism and entropy until the sun goes down. Drive, drive her home safe and sound. No hanky-panky. Say, thanks for the chat. Have a nice life. Never see her again kind of situation. In a stand? <laughs> it's like an indie film. Uh, and I believe that this was from... Finally... A real love story. <laughs> oh, so good. So good. So good. <laughs> and by the way, I just need to share this with everyone tonight. 
With or without context, this is still the most powerful Wojak ever created. So it's a Wojak with a blue cap. He's got like a camping backpack. He's got blood splattered all over him. And he says, as I killed my future self, he thanked me. <laughs> Why did he thank me? <laughs> time we had tinted all right all right, all right we gotta wrap this thing up ah one more look at birds oh, i don't even know if we could get into it anyway a man found some barn swallows uh, nesting in a barn and one of the babies was smaller than the others and injured clearly broken wing but the wing strangely had been bound up with horse hairs as a kind of splint Slowly, as the bird recovered, the hairs were removed one by one until he could fly and was completely healed. I was uh, called to revisit the Council of Ravens post, and this was one of the replies to it. And clearly, I agree, and Adam also agreed that this implies that birds should be baptized. <laughs> you should set out a bird bath for them. They have uh, human souls, as indicated by their uh, human-like behaviors. <laughs> we need to convert the swallows and ravens to Christianity. So they, that... I think that they are already convert. I think they are just, you know, holier cre- like holy creatures. They're not like. They he never fell? Mired. Yes, yes, it could be. What if, I don't know, because this is Buck Wild, uh, you know, off into crazy town. Ravens and stuff had their own fall. <laughs> there was a raven, Jesus? There, No, maybe not, because they might not have had the Messiah come yet for the ravens. Oh, so there's just like... They might be, uh... they might be living under the law still. The law of birds. <laughs> <laughs> or what if it's like the angels and you don't have... Some of them are like holy still and some are not. You ravens can eat and pick of any of the shinies, but not the shinies from this tray. <laughs> and then... I was, the thing I mentioned to you was the I've been reading... Uh, Lion, which is the wardrobe, and when the all four kids get to Narnia, they're following this Robin. Edmund is kind of skeptical. He's like, "Oh, this could be leading us into a trap." And Peter's like, "Uh, come on, it's a Robin. Surely, if there's any evil birds, a Robin would not be one of them." And then Edmund's like, "Oh yeah, I guess so." <laughs> well, how would Satan appear to a crow in order to deceive it? As a serpent to gain? <laughs> yes. Something else? Before that, it, you gotta be careful, because, like, snakes, like, that's their... I don't know how many times I've seen hawks or eagles swoop down and kill snakes. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Well, it would have been in pre-fall for, for crows and whatever, so maybe... I they... just thought a couple weeks ago. Scream! <laughs> and then, like... My dad, <laughs> my dad murdered a rattlesnake. Good. It was he, it was he rat, murdered rat, one of Satan's rat, creatures. It, it was rat rat rattling, keeping a guy hostage inside of his car. Done him in, Pa-pa. and then he posted he, his severed rattle on Facebook like a trophy. <laughs> he Based. Did he shoot it? I don't know how he killed it. He didn't say. <laughs> I wouldn't imagine. I hope he I unloaded like. I, I wouldn't imagine a bunch of two, two, three on it. I, I wouldn't imagine he would have discharged his concealed carry in town in like Austin into into a rattlesnake. <laughs> that would be based. It's, it's, <laughs> it's all based. He's in the chat. Eugene, how did you kill it? Tell us all, and also the FBI Please. that are listening in. Please tell us it was firearm discharge. <laughs> he does say helpmate with boobs. <laughs> Probably in response to our 
Help me. The person oh, that's okay. helping me. I don't care. With help, help, <laughs> help mates or help meats? Oh, he killed it what with did a, you say? He killed it with a shovel. Help oh, mate. Oh, that's... You know what? Okay, classic. <laughs> that's a classic way to go. All right, folks. We need to wrap this up. We're late. All right. And as usual, close it out the show with our ice cold fuck of the week. Straight from Ice T's Twitter feed. Ice cold fact. Blood makes you related. Loyalty makes you family. Ice cold fact. Ice cold fact. Straight from Ice T himself. Uh, shovel struck his head off. Struck his head off. All right, folks, you got to do that too because rattlesnakes can actually still envenom you after they're dead if if their head bites you. So you don't want to mess with that. Anyway, folks, that's our show for tonight. Really hope you enjoyed it, and if you did, smash that like button. Subscribe to this channel. Share it with your friends. You can either ring that bell and get alerts every time we go live or post one of our new videos out there. <laughs> you can follow us on social media. Our social media is on the screen. At Adam S. Furman and at Zachary W. underscore Clark. As well as at Triggered underscore Media. Adam, did you have anything you'd like to add here at the end of the show? Oh. No, I don't ever. <laughs> I need to come up with something. I do. Oh. All right, folks. That's it. That's the show. And we will see you next time on Triggered. Good night. <laughs>